Have you ever felt overwhelmed by life or unable to see any other way through? Maybe you've even said to yourself, there has to be a better way. The good news is that there is always a better way. It's time to reclaim your humanity. Welcome to Getting to Unstuck, the 20-minute jolt that you need to help you in life and work. So let's get started. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. It is another fantastic day for us to get together and to have a conversation. And if you are new here for the first time, welcome to Getting to Unstuck. We are the team from Whole Human Coaching, and we have these conversations regularly here live, as well as you can find it in across many different channels. And all the time we're talking here about what it means for us and the things that come up, how we actually move through. Because often we hear people say, I feel stuck. I feel stuck. And and feeling stuck can be mean many different things for different people. So we're going to be talking through those things. And today we're talking about, so that happened. Now what? <laughs> and Carol, I would love for you to kind of kick us off and help us get set us up for what we're going to be talking about today. Sure. It is an interesting time when we are in a transition. And often it happens because of something abrupt. And it is a time actually that we've seen over the years that this is when people come to coaching. Mm-hmm. Because a transition is a dram- can be a dramatic moment. And it is, if we define it, it's a change of one state to another. So, you know, you were, you were married and now you're getting separated or you are, were single and now you're in a relationship or you were a couple and now you're having a family. There is some change of state. Sometimes it's quite a dramatic one, like you were employed and now you're unemployed or those choices that we make, those abrupt things that happen to us bring us to a place where we need, generally we need some support. Sometimes we don't recognize that. Because first of all, we may be in a pain place and then something happens. Mm -hmm. And I know, Colin, you have several examples of this. I think we all do in our lives, but (laughs) you had one that you wanted to share with us this morning. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had a few. Some of them have been intentional and some of them haven't, but certainly the more recent pivot or transition, you know, happened, you know, coming back to Canada and, and, and really, really for the first time in a very, well, for the first time in my life, deciding to put myself first, deciding to put myself at the center of my of my world, as opposed to the people pleasing uh, past that I that I that I was, and I I I really just had had enough of putting my eggs in everybody else's baskets and de- depleting my fuel tank at the same time. So I just got to a point where I just drew a line in the sand, and it's like that's it. Time for change, time for transition on my terms. I've had other others on not on my terms, and we can talk about that in another podcast. When the body stops you, that's that's right. too late. But hey, um, Colin, can I ask you a couple questions? Yeah. When you say that you you're like that's it, time for for a change, and mm-hmm. you know, in, in relation to what we're saying, like okay, so that happened. Now, yeah. what what was that for you when you were like enough? I really this is not serving me. This is, this is not how I want my life to be going. It was a recognition. It was a recognition of, of, of 
yeah, how do I articulate this? It was a recognition of of trauma that I had carried throughout my life and my professional career where I didn't mm. feel like I was enough, mm. where I always, I was always compensating for this sort of core wound of unworthiness. And when I realized what that was, that that wasn't me, that was simply a story I was telling myself or a belief system that I had. It was just like this, this dawning moment of, of light and clarity and, and realizing that those stories, I don't have to be playing them for the next chapter in my career. Mm. And, and when you stop telling yourself these sort of self-limiting stories, possibilities come up and, and, and opportunities arise. And yes. you start to really come into your own, come into your power and your possibility and your potential, I think. Mm. Certainly that's how it, how it kind of pivoted for me, mm-hmm. um, the, that what happened. Now what? And it's interesting that there is a moment of decision, and I heard that as as you were sharing it, Colin. Yeah. But a lot of dis- a lot of choices emanated from that. It wasn't like you packed your bags and left that day. Sure, there was a long process. And yeah. one of my colleagues posted a beautiful video yesterday of leaving one home and coming into another home, and she posted it like one door closing and another door opening, mm. literally in her life because she was leaving her the home that she had been in with her partner for many years, and beginning a new life with her with her kiddo in another home. Mm. And it was a very literal visual of one door closing and another opening. But I know because I know her that it took months, maybe even years to get from one place to the other. So what supported you, Colin, in being able to make that kind of a dramatic change? Well, I would, I I think, and it's interesting that, that, that analogy of going from one house to the other. I think what I did was I closed one door and decided to open another. But if we t- stick with the house analogy, I've sat with that space for quite a while. Maybe it's even a year. And mm. so it's, it's almost like you can you can close one door and open another. And what I'm saying is open it and stay in the mudroom or stay in the front hall and sit and sit and get used to it. <laughs> you know, yes. you don't have to you know, close one door and then open the other and fly through the house and check out all the rooms and design them. And it doesn't all have to happen at once. Mm. But but I love that analogy. But, but once you're in the new space, sit with it and, and, and really, again, I go back to this idea of healthy selfishness Mm -hmm. that, that you allow yourself the time and the space to absorb the new you and, Mm -hmm. and, 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 be intentional. And we do this a little bit with our, with our personal and our leadership toolkits, right? If you're intentional about this new house and you've just walked in the door, you don't have to interior design it all at once, but, you know, have a vision, have an idea, know where the destination is, know what, you know, get a feel for it, but do it gently because we live in such complicated times. I think, Mm. I think we already rush so much in our lives that I think the decision can be abrupt, you know, mm-hmm. I got it time for change, mm-hmm. yeah. but, but it's, I think it's healthier to walk into that house and feel it over, over time. Right. That makes sense. I, I totally think that. And I also think that, and I think we may have talked about this before, but I think it, it um, bears repeating is that 
when we have experienced something so extreme in our lives and we give so much and it, it holds so much weight for us. So whether it's like emotional, psychological life weight in some way, and it's created an imbalance in our lives, our knee jerk reaction or what that our, our natural inclination is often to think that the only way that I'm going to counterbalance that is if I do something equally as big and as drastic right. to flip it around. Right. So like, you, you know, but really if you think about like, like the, the, the moonshot effect and everything. It's like, it wasn't like they didn't, didn't stop a spaceship and go, ah, that's it. We're going back. Like they had, you had to like lean into it and let it allow mm-hmm. itself to bring itself back around. So right. the, the whole idea of like the big doors turn on small hinges, right? Mm-hmm. So those, those things that we do. And like last week when we were talking about the magic of the pause, the things that we do that are gentle with ourselves, because we, we've, we've often been, I know that I myself have, found this in myself we're often conditioned to think that if that we need to effort into something oh, and yeah. that we need to work harder to get what we want and right. that's that's how we've been conditioned it's how we've been raised it's how like you work you work hard you get the results mm-hmm. and when it's not when and when we're not getting the results that we want in life we think automatically well, I just need to work harder mm-hmm. so what I hear you saying is that no, I need to ease myself into this. That's actually how I start to build, build yeah. what I want for next in my life. Yeah. yeah. So true. Yes. Ease yourself into the flow. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. we live in this world of your, your, of, 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 of old paradigms and old beliefs that are, you know, industrial revolution kind of things. Right. Yeah, totally. totally and, yeah. Um, those days are over. And yeah. I was actually just speaking to some people, some people, you know, an hour ago about how they were working on a project and, and how it was, the site was just, it just wasn't working and it was hard and it was not going the way it should. And, and, and they pivoted and now everything is flowing. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's an important thing. And maybe we, we talk about that again on an, another time, mm-hmm. but, but, but that idea of, of flow and gentleness and mm-hmm. selfishness in a healthy way. And I think particularly if it has been something dramatic. So if something significant has happened, someone dear to you has died or something that was unexpected occurred. And then you're looking at it going, okay, that's happened. Our reaction as human beings is often, as you said, Crystal, to just drive forward. There's got to be something we can do. There's something we can change. There's something that we have to put effort in. And I like the way you said it, Put we effort our way through. Mm -hmm. And that often rebounds on us if we just kind of redouble our efforts and move into a direction Mm -hmm. that we think we've got to go next. What... I'm hearing clearly here is that there, this is an invitation to take that pause and maybe extend that pause into a a longer period of time to give yourself room to be able to figure out what might be next. And it's a perfect opportunity to really look at who you are because that's what the, our leadership toolkit really does Mm -hmm. is examine what the opportunity is to figure out who you are in the moment. So what are the aspects of that that you probably unwittingly used, Colin, when you were making your choices? Oh, yeah. I mean, I certainly followed the, all, I, I followed our strategy of, of you know, what is the destination with mm-hmm. me at the helm, right? 
um, or at least the me, me at the helm of my my boat, you know, and and really reexamining what my needs are. We don't, we don't, especially guys don't ever do that. Like what are your needs? Mm. What are the values that are important to you? And, and, and I think we, as a society, we can so easily undermine ourselves Mm. and make compromises all day long that in the end, I don't think are healthy for us. Right. You know, and or or we cling on to a concept or an idea that, again, resistance, right? Mm-hmm. That 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 isn't working. But but certainly, I was like, all right, where do I want to go? What does my vision board look like with me at the center of it, right? As opposed to me dividing up my resources in right. you know, ten different things. Yeah. You know, I was thinking there may be somebody who's watching us live today who actually maybe got laid off this week, or maybe they were downsized, or maybe something happened. Crystal, if you were speaking to someone like that, if it was a client that you were approaching, what would be the, what would you advise them to do? You know, I think that the first thing I would advise them to do is to take a breath, (laughs) take Mm. a pause and just let's, you know, and, and, and ask ourselves, how can I be curious about this? Because again, our default is to jump to conclusions and we scramble and we try to find the next thing because we're just, we can be so deep in survival mode mm-hmm. that, that we just have those, those natural default survival instincts kick in. Yeah. So probably the first thing that I, I would say, and I have had clients that have shown up when, when we've talked or someone's reached out to me and said, I really need to talk to you because I'm going through this right now. And one of the first things that we always start, start the conversation around is, well, what is, what is possible in this and coming back to what matters to you? Because Colin, you referred to it earlier, you know, in that leadership toolkit that, that was inspired by you and that we've been using in our coaching, when we're, when we come back to, understanding and identifying and used a word values. And I Mm. think that that's a, that's a really significant piece of us that is often not given the opportunity to become clear. But when we're operating when we've identified what our values and our strengths are, when we're operating in them, Mm. then life is going to happen because it's going to happen. We can't always control what's happening, but at the core, if we're, if we're confident in what knowing what our values are and what our value is, right? And mm-hmm. that changes how we show up and how we consider things for the future. Because, you know, it, in the moment when you're in reaction mode, mm-hmm. if something unexpected happens, it always feels like it's the worst possible thing. Oh, and yes. we just get pulled down into that downward spiral of mm-hmm. trying to reinforce and looking for all the ways that it's terrible, right? Like all the things that could go wrong and, and thinking about, well, but what could go right? I wonder what would be possible to go right in this situation. Yes. You know, Colin, you coined something, and I think it may be on our website, which says, remember who you will be. Yeah. Mm, Right. Because we, one of those moments that we have when we take this pause is to look at who we are, 
but also who we could be. So who we will be is such an important aspect to do. So there are some questions you can ask yourself about what are the best parts of what has occurred or what was in the past that you want to carry forward. And those give you some clues to what are your core values? What are the strengths that you can lean on? And those questions that you are inviting for yourself I mean, it's brilliant to do it with a coach, but it's also possible to do in a journal. It's possible to do in a conversation with a friend. Just, you know, interview people that you know. It's like, what's what do you love most about me? And ask people to tell you that because it's really reinforcing at a time when you may be feeling like there's not a lot that you love yourself for. To interview people that you love to say, just tell me the best part of me because I've forgotten what it is. Yeah, remind me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also great tools online as well that you can use that we use, right? Like mm-hmm. that asks you 120 questions in in a really quick short span of time yeah. and and sh- and gives you a whole roster of what your strengths are and right. and, and yeah. you can even share that with people and say, "Hey, based on what what do you think is this you know did this did this get me?" and mm-hmm. and kind of disconnect disconnect your sense of worth from the the position or the job or the relationship or whatever you were in until this pivot moment, right? Mm, that, yeah. that disconnect from your value and your worth and your purpose is not necessarily that that previous story, right? Or that previous position. Yeah. Um, there's an there's an element of time too, isn't there? That sure. when we are able to look back and look at those pivotal moments that we've all had and think, wow, you know, I've survived it. I I landed here. I did okay. Yeah. Well, I saw this thing on 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 Instagram yesterday and I saved it. So be proud. You survived the days you thought you couldn't. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. So true. I, I recently was out in my neighborhood and I actually took a picture of it because it was on someone's like a little roll up garage cover on something. And it said tomorrow was a good day. <laughs> mm. I posted it and I and and I have two other girlfriends and we meet every morning for a few minutes and and we kind of set our intentions for the day together and are holding ourselves accountable. And the other day we did an exercise, the three of us, and we said, tomorrow was a good day because, and then we said, why tomorrow was a good day. Um, and it was such a it was just, it was fun, obviously, but it was also, it also just unlocks, it just, it loosens up something inside of you to realize that like, yeah, it is totally possible that tomorrow was a good day. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Can we okay. do that right now? Cool. Okay. Uh, Colin, tomorrow was a good day because. Oh God, I'm so bad at this stuff, but I need, I want to get better because I, because I'm, I, I know that I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> tomorrow's tomorrow's going to be a great day because I'm going to be super, super creative. Mm. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but look, this is, this is the coach that is like, that's terrible at going talking about tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so perfect. So it's, but it's a really good exercise. It is. It stretches something. Yes. It stretches you. And yeah. our friend, our friend, Tim, says send, sends messages and he's like you know just a reminder you know to think about about think about what you feel waking up tomorrow and who you want to be in this world that's mm. another way of saying it yeah and i'm like i'm like oh god i have to 
It's like going to the gym. <laughs> it's good. Uh, so what will your tomorrow? How is tomorrow? Tomorrow was a good day because I got to work with really great people through the day. And I accomplished the, the goals that I had set out for the day. And I got on a plane and I flew to see my parents to celebrate my dad's 70th birthday. So tomorrow was a really great day. Wow. Wow. I love your tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow was a good day for me because also I get to work with some amazing people and I get to train a whole wonderful classroom of coaches to become people to become coaches. And I get to spend some time outside because it's going to mm. be sunny. Good. Perfect. Ah, what a great conversation. Thanks, Thank guys. you so much for showing up today. And for thanks, Colin, for what you, you shared and for giving us some insights around your journey. You can join us. You can join us regularly, but we are going to be showing up here in two days from now. And we're going to be continuing this conversation and talking about transitions because what happens when that which you greatly feared has now come upon you. Mm. <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to be learning some stuff from Carol. So until then, we hope that tomorrow was a good day for you as well. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us over at wholehumancoaching.com and you can sign up for our newsletter over there and get more of our resources over there. We'd love to meet you there. Thanks. Love to hear your comments too. Mm-hmm. Share what you thought. Exactly. Thanks for joining us. If you want to learn more about who we are and who we work with, find us at wholehumancoaching.com. You can find us everywhere on our socials, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Whole Human Coaching.